Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome or welcome back to the Thoughts That Manifest podcast. I'm Elle, and I am a mindset and manifestation coach who aims to inspire you to awaken your mind to the limitless potential that is within you. I am back with another episode for you, and this episode today is really dedicated to get you to start making those shifts. It's time to make those necessary changes. I want you to get out of your own way. Now is the time. It's time to shift. It's time to do that thing that you've been afraid to do for so long, that thing that you know will change your life if you just get yourself moving. Who listening can be honest and own up to the fact that they have made promises to themselves to make a change, to make a shift in their life, and then when it came down to it, you just couldn't follow through on that promise. Be honest, because I've been there. I've done that. Making necessary changes is so freaking hard sometimes. It really is. But you know what quote I really love? Nothing changes if nothing changes because it's true. Let's say you're sitting here listening and you find yourself at a really toxic job. It's a career that you felt pressured into or maybe it's a career that is paying you really good money but you aren't ever happy. You have to literally drag yourself to work. So you go to work and can't stand it And because this job brings you so much misery, you go home and as you're driving home, you zone out the whole time, just not even sure of how you made it home because you were so zoned out, just thinking about everything in your life that is bringing you so much discontent. You start thinking about what life would be like if you could just make that change, that one thing that's making you so unhappy, if you could just change it. I mean, it's great to think it up, right? to vision what it would be like to have a career you actually enjoy or to vision what it would be like to finally quit that toxic habit that you held on to for so long or what it would be like to finally leave the relationship that's kept you so unhappy. But yet, that's as far as it gets. It reaches the vision board that's in your head and then it fizzles out. You know deep down you need to make that change, but yet months go by and there's no action, there's no change, and you have the same results. And you're like, why? Why am I so unhappy? Why can't I just be happy? Why isn't anything working out for me? And then your spirit guides and your angels are tapping on your shoulder, trying to console you, cheering you to just take that step. Come on, you can do it. Just take that step forward, break that cycle. If this sounds like you, or something you can relate to, then this episode is really going to help you. Because I'm going to be sharing five ways that we self-sabotage ourselves and five ways that we keep ourselves from making those necessary shifts and breaking those stagnant cycles. I'm also going to provide you with some tips to help you work through these self-sabotaging mindsets and habits. So if you're ready, let's jump into it. All right, number one, the first way that we self-sabotage ourselves is when we give our ego too much time to talk us out of it. As I always mention, our ego loves comfort. Anything that feels familiar is what our ego thrives off of. But if you want to break repeating cycles that are limiting you, you need to push through these fears that your ego creates. And the best way to do this is to take inspired action when you feel called to. 
Fast action is key, and I know it sounds impulsive, but sometimes it's okay to take that impulsive action within reason, right? So there's so many times when I'm talking to people and they come to me telling me that they feel really frustrated by their current circumstances, specifically when it comes to either a career or a relationship. So I get to talking with them and I ask them, you know, well, what do you enjoy doing? What would your ideal career be? What would make you happy? And they start thinking and telling me what they'd love to do. And I just see their face light up as they are talking about this dream job that they have, you know, visioned in their mind. You know, when you can just see the passion and purpose spilling out of someone, that's what I see when I ask people these questions. And we continue talking and they start talking about the steps that they need to take and what they want to do in order to start taking action towards this vision. And then they go off on their own and our conversation ends because let's face it, we can't be there 24-7 for people pushing them forward. There's a lot of work, you know, people have to do on their own. But when we get back together, I ask, so how is that vision coming along? And almost always, there's no progress. And the biggest reason as to why is because they choose to procrastinate on taking that inspired action. When you procrastinate on taking an action when you feel inspired to, you allow your ego to come in and talk you out of it. Suddenly you're thinking about what could go wrong or what would happen if it doesn't work out. Your ego might tell you things like, why try something new when you have a job that's paying your bills and you know how to do this job already? You know, starting something new is too much work. It's too scary. And next thing you know, You get overwhelmed by the thought of, where do I even begin? Where do I even start? And that was once me. My ego kept me in a spot where I was afraid to move. I was afraid to start. I wanted to make sure I had everything lined up and that everything was perfect before I took that leap because I felt like if I didn't have some big elaborate plan, then I wasn't ready or I wasn't qualified enough to take that step. But guess what? That's all bullshit. You don't need to have some big elaborate plan before you start. There are people out there who are less qualified than you doing exactly what it is that you want to be doing because they took that inspired action. The truth is, the more that you wait to take those steps that are needed to create major shifts in your life, the more time you give your ego to talk you out of it. Because I can promise you, your ego doesn't want you to try something new. Your ego is good with comfort, but big shifts don't happen within your comfort zone. They happen when you take those chances on yourself. When you feel inspired to start something new or when you feel inspired to make a change, you need to take that inspired action in that moment. Don't wait. There is no better time to take action than when you feel inspired to. And the thing about taking action is that once you take that action, you gain momentum. You start to feel inspired and you start to move forward. It doesn't even have to be a huge step forward. It can be a small step because even those small steps forward are huge parts of your journey. They all matter. They all count. As long as you're stepping, you're going to get to that destination. All right, so number two, you care about what other people think. This is another way that we self-sabotage ourselves. We put so much emphasis on what other people think of our choices and our decisions. And this was something that was so hard for me to get over for the longest time. And yeah, I still struggle with it. 
sometimes, you know, I'll put out a new podcast episode and I second guess my thoughts because I don't want to say the wrong thing and have people take what I'm saying the wrong way. But what I'm learning is that the only thing that matters is that I'm being authentic to who I am. When we care about what other people think, we put on this mask and we hide who we truly are due to fear of judgment. Therefore, we may hold ourselves back from being our authentic selves and living a life that makes our soul happy. When I first started my blog back in 2017, I remember being so embarrassed to share it. It honestly caused me anxiety thinking that people I know would find it and read it and then judge me. I had people laugh at me and doubt me in the beginning. I let people get under my skin and hold me back, but I've learned from it. The thing is, I love writing and sharing my thoughts. I find a lot of joy in being creative and sharing that with others in hopes that it will help someone. And the thing is, as I always mention, the way that people perceive you and judge you is just a reflection of how they feel internally. That's what judgment is. It's a reflection of someone's belief system, life experiences, unhealed wounds, and how they feel internally. You know, I love tarot and astrology, and for the longest time, I was afraid to share that with my family because they are very Christian and they have strong Christian beliefs. But I finally told my mom, And she doesn't always agree with me and she may at times say things that makes me feel like she isn't accepting that part of who I am. But at the end of the day, it's just a reflection of her own beliefs. I still love her and I know she still loves me. And at the end of the day, we're both going to have our own beliefs and live our lives the way that we want to because we can't change people. It doesn't make either one of us right or wrong. It just is what it is. And the fact of the matter is that there will always be people who are going to judge you and you can't control that, but you can control how you react to their judgments. Why internalize those judgments? I have been trying hard to react to judgments in a way where I look at it from a, you know what, it's okay, they don't have to like me, they don't have to agree with me, I know who I am and their judgments are not a reflection of who I am. And it's hard not to internalize judgments. I used to take them to heart. But the stronger your connection with self is, the easier it becomes. I have a podcast episode on building confidence. And I also have one on strengthening your connection with self. And I definitely suggest listening to them if you struggle with criticism and fear of judgment. Number three, you fear the unknown and you're afraid to get uncomfortable. This kind of ties into number one, but one of the biggest ways that we self-sabotage is because we are afraid to get uncomfortable. And making necessary changes to bring in new shifts is all about breaking out of comforting patterns and cycles. For a lot of us, there is nothing scarier than the unknown, not knowing what's going to happen next. And oftentimes, when we take those leaps of faith and go after something new, whether it's a job, a new relationship, or even a new way of being, we don't always know what the outcome is going to be. And that can be scary. But when it comes to creating these shifts and manifesting a reality that brings inner peace, you have to let go of the outcome and become friends with the unknown. This is where that faith over fear mentality needs to come into play which I also talk about on my Faith Over Fear podcast episode. But it's really all about taking those risks and making changes that are uncomfortable and having faith that when you are following your heart and those intuitive gut feelings, that the universe will always follow through and have your back. 
Our ego loves comfort and familiarity, which is often why it's so hard to break habits. Even if the habit isn't good for us, our ego finds comfort in that habit because our ego is familiar with it. But our intuition may be screaming at us to, you know, let go of that habit because our intuition is the spiritual part of us that is connected to our higher self and can see our full potential. And our higher self, our intuition knows that those bad habits are holding us back from the reality that we could be living out that brings our soul inner peace and happiness. But yet we hold on to the bad habit anyway because our ego doesn't want to get uncomfortable. And oftentimes we see this when we are trying to break those toxic cycles in our life. Maybe you want to make a career change because you can't stand your office job. Your soul feels so drained at your nine to five office job that you just can't take it anymore. So you start looking for new jobs. Well, when you're looking for the new jobs, are you looking for a new job that is different than the job that you're at now? Or are you looking at similar jobs because your ego tells you to stick to what you know? You'll never be qualified for anything else. Maybe if you just change offices, you'll feel better. And then let's say you choose to listen to your ego and you apply to a similar job, but at a new location, and you hope that you'll feel better because of it. But then you realize that as you get started at this new job, you start to feel the same way you did before, drained and unfulfilled. And then you start the process all over again, looking for something new, but yet so afraid to actually shift out of the comfort of what you've always done. When we want to make changes in our life and big shifts, oftentimes we have to do something that we've never done before. Otherwise, we will get the same exact results that we've always got. So get uncomfortable. And when it comes to changing habits and creating shifts, I recommend reading Atomic Habits. This book is incredible and will probably change your life if you struggle with breaking bad habits. There's this four-step process from this book to help you identify those habits and create those shifts. So step one, you know, you have to figure out the trigger, what triggers this habit. For example, a bad habit that I struggled with for a really long time was drinking wine. I became dependent on it and something that triggered this for me was the feeling of my body wanting to be relaxed. And because I felt it helped my mind to quiet down, so the trigger for me would be overwhelming thoughts and feelings of tension and unrelaxed mind, body, and soul. Step two, then you'd figure out the motivation behind this habit. And for me with the wine, the motivation was feeling relaxed, right? And then step three, what is the response Uh, Well, the response or the habit itself was drinking wine. And lastly, step four, what was the reward from the response feeling relaxed? But if I'm looking at this habit from the perspective of, you know, is this habit benefiting my future self? The answer is no, it's not healthy for my mind, body, and soul to be drinking wine every night. And when I ask myself, what is this habit costing me? It really brings awareness to why I need to change certain habits. I definitely recommend asking yourself that same question when it comes to the changes you are wanting to make in your life. What is choosing not to make this change and shift costing you? Because it can be really eye-opening to figure that out. And you can use that same four-step process to start replacing your bad habits with healthier habits that can bring similar rewards. It's all a matter of perspective. And definitely get your hands on the book Atomic Habits. All right, number four, you distract your focus. 
distracting your focus can be extremely self-sabotaging. And I think we are all guilty of this, especially when we become fearful of making those necessary shifts. We start to procrastinate and make excuses as to why we can't do it. For an example, my husband the other night was talking to me about how he wanted to get fit, which he is fit in my opinion, but he doesn't work out or lift weights or any of that. He's just naturally fit. But he really wanted to start working out and doing weightlifting. But he told me, I don't have the time. And I looked at him confused because I know he has the time. But from his perspective, he doesn't. And that's because he's distracting his focus. He feels like he doesn't have the time because he's distracting the focus of working out with something else like playing video games. When it comes to making necessary shifts and changes in your life, you need to make sacrifices. You need to be honest with yourself and look at how you spend your time and ask yourself, is this productive? Are these habits benefiting me and who I truly want to be? Or am I just distracting my focus? And the answers may surprise you, but often we just make excuses for ourselves because again, Our ego doesn't like to get uncomfortable. Our ego loves comfort. And because my husband has been in this cycle of working and then coming home to play video games and then sleep, then repeat, that's what's comfortable to him. That's his routine that his ego finds comfort in. So breaking free from that cycle to try something new that may benefit him more in the long run is hard because it's not familiar. It's not comfortable. So ask yourself, are you distracting your focus? Are you making excuses? And again, what are those distractions costing you? And lastly, number five, I will leave you with this. You ask for outside perspective. This goes along with learning how to strengthen your connection to self. When we ask for outside perspective, we are potentially self-sabotaging ourselves. When we need to ask others what they think about potential decisions that we want to make, it shows signs that we don't trust ourselves to make our own decisions. It shows that there is a disconnect between us and our intuition. And there is nothing more empowering than making a choice for ourselves without needing to get that external validation. Plus, when we choose to get that outside perspective, what if it's not the answer we wanted? Are you going to choose not to take that step towards your goal because someone else told you it's a bad idea? That's how we get led astray. I challenge you to reconnect with your intuition because our intuition is our inner compass and it always knows what's best for us. So many in this world are so disconnected from their intuition and let their ego hold so much power. And I just imagine what the world would be like if we all just followed that inner guidance and connected more on a heart and soul purpose level. It could be life-changing. But the thing is, if you are listening to this right now, that means you have the chance to do exactly that, to reconnect with your intuition, your soul, and finally take those steps forward and break those cycles that you've been stuck in for so long that your soul has been screaming to break free from. I believe in you. But the question is, do you believe in yourself? All it takes is just one step to spark that momentum. So what step are you needing to take to create that shift? It's time to step. I hope you found this episode helpful. I really enjoy making new podcast episodes for you. I would love to hear from you guys. It always warms my heart to hear from you. Be sure to share if this episode helped you and if you know someone who could benefit from hearing this message. I'd love to connect on social media. 
I'm at L Duclos, E-L-L-D-U-C-L-O-S on all social media platforms. And I am sending you all of my love until next time.